Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward. Each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money-saving tips, to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations worldwide. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, we are chatting with Amanda Apple, who recently had a wishes wedding at Walt Disney World, and she is also a professional florist. So I thought it would be interesting to talk to her today about her event and also get some tips from her that anyone planning a wedding could use for their own floral and decor. So welcome, Amanda. Hello. (laughs) Thanks for joining me today. So what made you guys choose a Disney wedding? Well... It's a lot of reasons. Mainly, it was growing up, our whole family, I have three sisters, and we always went to Disney World for our family vacations. And so it was just naturally the place that we go every year to all get together and have a big celebration. And so uh, that was kind of the, the main reason. It was just another home away from home. And then when we started planning locally, we ended up like finding all the prices and everything. And what we wanted to do was more like entertainment style like we wanted we really wanted to have some sort of dancers or something that was entertaining for our guests and locally we just can't have that in Virginia interesting right so when we were comparing prices it ended up being that Disney weddings was about the same price and and Robbie's family his whole family lives in South Carolina so regardless they were going to have to travel and our, my family's kind of small, so we just kind of figured, well, we can do the dream wedding, and it's not really putting a lot of people out other than maybe like friends or other people that just wouldn't make the trip that maybe they would come locally, but they're, you know, they're not going to come to Disney. But anyway, so that was just our dream, and we just figured if it was in our price range anyways, why not just do that? So That's cool. Yeah. So how many guests did you end up having? We had 30 guests, which was really nice because it was a very intimate style wedding, which, I mean, that's what we wanted anyways. We didn't want some big obnoxious wedding. I have three sisters. They've all gotten married. They've all had the kind of bigger weddings, and I just wasn't I wasn't into it, and he didn't really care too much for a huge wedding. We just wanted basically our closest friends and family in basically kind of more of a celebration as opposed to some big wedding where you spend a lot of money on kind of cheaper food and it's not as great of an experience. We just wanted a really nice experience for all of our guests, like the best food possible, the best entertainment, you know, just kind of have more luxury things going on as opposed to, you know, just trying to spread the money. Yeah. So if that makes any sense. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, that's pretty much what we did. And for you, you're lucky because you have siblings. It's, it kind of takes the pressure off if your parents do want to have a big wedding in the family. They've already had one. So exactly. Yes. So now what locations did you choose at Walt Disney World? Um, well, we it's funny because we had been planning for like two and a half years. It was kind of ridiculous. And we actually originally planned to have a Disney cruise wedding. And we had it booked and everything and then found out my sister was pregnant and my sister not coming is just not an option. It's like my mom not coming. So 
So we changed it. We just kind of postponed it six months and changed it over to Disney World, which I was so happy about because originally Robbie wasn't too keen on the idea of a Disney World wedding, but he he slowly kind of started to fall in love with Disney World. So then he was totally cool about it. So we switched to Disney World, and then when we went there, he wanted something, well, both him and I wanted to do something that was kind of near water. I don't know if it's because I'm he's a Pisces and I'm a Cancer. I don't know, but <laughs> and we both grew up on lakes, so we chose the Sea Breeze Point, which was on the water, um, which is beautiful. There's boats going by. There's a nice breeze, and as long as the weather cooperates, it's really nice. And then uh, Living Seas for the reception, so it was like an aquarium, and that was super cool. And then the dessert party we had um, at UK Lockside, so. Oh, that's great. Yeah, so it was really nice with the water and the fireworks and so yeah. A good that's a good combination and if they would let you walk into Living Seas, the whole thing would pre- be pretty walkable. Right. So that's cool. Now, the thing that's most interesting to me is that you are a professional florist. So I'm curious if you worked with Disney. I guess for Living Seas you had to. Did you use an outside vendor for Seabreeze Point or did you do your own floral or how did you do all that? For Seabreeze Point, since I was allowed to do my own personal floral, I just couldn't like do any decorating. Um, I did my own bouquets and I just, I, I see a lot of weddings. So to me, I was just kind of over the whole idea of boutonnieres and corsages. And plus, I was it was extra work. So I just figured, you know, I'm just going to make bouquets and and have that be it. And it, it was kind of silly if I did corsages for five of the guests and then the 25, it just kind of was weird. So I just said no no personal floral for, you know, mothers, grandmothers, that sort of thing. And then I did all the bouquets and then Disney floral, you know, they had to do the reception flowers. So, which I was fine with, but it's kind of tough when you are a professional florist and you're very, I'm already critical of myself like crazy. So for some, to let somebody else do it and I could only give them the direction of these are the flowers I want, this is the basic you know design that I want, and then hope they did it the way I would want it done. That was the tough part. How did that turn out? Um, well, of course I critiqued the heck out of it, but, but I mean, how can you not when that's your profession and that's just what you do? You're just going to naturally critique it. But I mean, I, I liked the way they did it. I, I gave them very you know pretty specific instructions of what I wanted, and I told them, all the specific flowers and colors that I wanted. And I mean, that's what they did. So that's cool. Do you have any tips for anyone else who wants to get something very specific from Disney floral, like ways to describe what they want or a certain terminology to use? Um, I guess the best way to do it is maybe find a lot of pictures and, and describe to them each picture. Okay. I like maybe this container or I like the way the leaves are in this vase, or I like the way the flowers are look in this picture. I like the mixture of colors in this. It just, I mean, if you see a picture that is just like what you want, tell them this is just like what I want. So, and that's what I did. I just sent them pictures and I was like, I want you to make it like this. It's going to go in this container. It's going to be these flowers, these colors. And which made the, the process quicker because we didn't have to send pictures back and forth. Like I guess normally with other brides, they, you know, try to help them understand all the available flowers. But I, I already knew what I wanted, so I basically just told it to them. That's great. Which was nice. Now, since you do know the price of wholesale flowers, and of course maybe it varies between Virginia and Florida, how did you feel their prices were? Their prices were actually not bad. Um, 
like when I compared some things, some things were a little bit higher and some were actually a little bit lower. Like dahlias, uh, to us in Virginia, they're a little bit more expensive. I don't know why, but their dahlias didn't seem too expensive, which was great. Um, everything else seemed pretty on point of price. So I actually wasn't, I thought it would be like astronomically more, but it was actually fine. It's, I think I see a lot of brides on like the disboards talk about how expensive the flowers are, but I mean, really the price is in, in the labor. And so that's what it adds up quick. So. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. I think most of us, since we don't order flowers on a regular basis, don't really have an idea of how much they cost. And so it can be sort of overwhelming, but they're expensive. <laughs> yeah. Yep. They, I mean, they are, but having a florist that whether it's Disney or an outside vendor or wherever in the country it is, having a florist that works a lot with weddings and that can suggest maybe flowers that fill up larger holes that, you know, are less expensive. That's, I mean, that's kind of the key is to doing that. And I have a lot of brides that like, they'll even say, I hate hydrangea. I'm like, you better start to like it. Cause <laughs> Because it, I mean, it. you try filling a hole that is the size of a hydrangea. You try filling that hole with orchids or even something like billy balls that people think are cheap. And it, I mean, it adds up fast. So hydrangea, and that's why I think you see in a lot of the Disney arrangements are a lot of hydrangea because they just, they fill up, they're nice and fat. They give you a huge arrangement. I mean, they're they're great. That's interesting. Any other flowers that are good filler flowers? Maybe some alternatives to like carnations and the typical ones we see? Um... Hydrangea is a big one. Um, that's a hydrangea is always my go-to to recommend. Um, of course, there's different types of foliage, but now there's there's so many different exotic types of foliage that some brides even think, oh, if I just go with greenery, it'll be a lot cheaper. But there's so many types of greenery that are even way more expensive than flowers themselves. But what you can do is use you know those cheaper types of greenery. Like what I did for an example is for because I knew that, okay, this type of greenery is going to be nice and cheap. So let me do a greenery centerpiece for my tall one. It kind of looks like a big tree and it was kind of on like a 24 inch tall vase that I rented. Um, and so that was the large showy space filler centerpiece. And then I had three smaller kind of cute little compact arrangements that just gave the color to the table and the floral. So I was able to kind of balance the price out and to get it kind of lower than what it would have been if that set, that large centerpiece was flowers. And what type of greenery was that that was inexpensive? It was emerald and it was like emerald palm leaves kind of things, um, aspidistra and tea leaves, that sort of thing, and then some like variegated pittosporum. But then there's also like plumosa, which is a nice cheap greenery that – I mean, it's a good visual filler for the room. And then when we walked in the room, it, I mean, it filled up the, the space nicely. So so now you made your own bouquets. How was that since you were traveling, you were working out of a hotel room? How did you go about doing that? Well, um, and of course it was hot on the trip down and we drove all the way from Virginia. So it was, it was a nice 12, 13 hour drive. Um, and the poor things were in the back of the car and my husband was driving, which was... <laughs> which didn't help matters when he slammed on the brakes and it was packed full of luggage. But when we got down there, I just basically took them into my room and I, I lost a couple, a, a couple on the way, but I just kind of put them together in my room the day before. And for me, it was easy. I do not recommend DIY flowers ever unless somebody's worked with flowers plenty of times before it, 
it, it was even a hassle for me to do it just because of time. Because I, there was guests arriving, family, there was things I needed to do last minute, like I chipped my toenails and then, you know, you're doing all this last minute stuff. And then I was trying to do this work related thing that, I mean, it took me probably, I don't, it probably was like an hour, but. But you're a pro. <laughs> yeah. And, and I'm, I do this regularly and it just, it, it was a time thing that it, I, it was just one more thing I had to add into my schedule and it was kind of aggravating, but I didn't want anybody else doing it. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's interesting because I had heard that, that it's just so much trouble that it can be more trouble than it's worth to do your own. And I think for most people traveling, it's just not feasible, but it's cool that you were able to. Yeah. Yeah. I never, I, anytime any bride's like, oh, we're just going to do our own reception centerpieces. I'm just, not because I'm trying to sell flowers to them, but because I've been a bride, I've, you know, done flowers for my family. And it's a lot of work. It's a lot of time. It's a lot of prep. I mean, a lot of the work that goes into the flowers is, is cutting them, processing them, hydrating them, making sure they stay nice and cool. Then, you know, you got to put them all together. You got to wrap them up. It's just, it, it's a lot more work than, than some brides think, but right. yeah. Uh, you did something a little bit unusual also with the entertainment at your reception. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah. Um, what we did is our big focus for our wedding was entertainment and like music, entertainment, you know, keeping guests entertained, if I can say that word for the hundredth time. <laughs> um, <laughs> so what we wanted to do is we themed, we're huge Pirates of the Caribbean fans, so we thought, hey, why don't we have like a pirate theme? And then I was reading uh, the Passporters book, thank you, <laughs> and I saw that you can have um, actors, like different, what do they call them? Themed entertainers? Yes. Okay. Themed entertainers. <laughs> they, they have, and, and I saw that and I just like went running to my mom and I was like, mom, we have to do this. This would be so cool because before I had gone there with Robbie to Disney, we'd all gone to um, the Adventurers Club. We, I mean, we loved that. We loved the vibe of it, how they kind of interacted with the, the audience and they really made fun of them. And, you know, it was, it was a lot of fun and, and you just, lots of laughs and left with aching bellies. So we thought that would be a great way to entertain our guests and really show them what we love about Disney. Because we're going to Disney for the fact that it is Disney and it's all about entertainment. So why not show our guests like this is what it's all about. And so that was just like perfect for us. So we told, I, I told the Disney entertainment team that we wanted pirate actors and I had I'd seen Sheila before and I was like, I have to have Sheila. So um, she's one of the the actors there. She, I forget which part she played, but she was the blonde really kind of very like loud and she kind of commands a room. She's, I don't even know how to describe, but I just, I love her. And mm -hmm. so I thought, okay, I'm going to request her and hope we get her. Of course it was not guaranteed. Um, but requested her. So we had a couple and then we, we wanted three hours so that it would kind of fill up our whole reception. And then we also for the, for music, instead of doing like, um, a DJ or band or something like that. We wanted something that was really unique and different and kind of more intimate and a little bit more lo low key. We didn't necessarily want fist pumping in our reception. Um, that's just kind of not our style. It's, I mean, yes, it's fun at other weddings, but just wasn't our thing. So 
we asked for them to play the piano and asked that they play like kind of fun piano bar style music, like kind of new music that they just play on the piano um, and then classic rock. And then we asked that the piano player, he interact with the, the actors and, and it was, I mean, it was amazing. It was so much fun. And we, the guests, we all sat around kind of in, you know, in that area that's in Living Seas, we all sat down in the lower area and they all just sang and made fun of my guests. And it was just, I mean, it was, it was perfect. It was awesome. So tell me how that was incorporated into the day. Was it like a show, like you're eating dinner and then everything stops and they do the show? Or was it more interwoven with the whole event? Originally, when I had talked to them, I told them, I was like, I, I don't really care because even if it was more like a show, then that's fine with me. Because it was only 30 guests and I figured if they're going to be acting and being silly and making jokes, everybody's going to pay attention to them anyways. So I kind of figured it would turn into that, which is totally fine because, I mean, it was – it just – it worked out really well. I have seen that other – other weddings and all the kind of trying to find on dis boards and trying to find on Google other brides that have done this in Disney. I found that a lot of them, it's just kind of, they intermingle with the guests. They kind of go from table to table and they don't necessarily take over the reception, but I mean, they were the reception. It was, <laughs> but, but that worked for us. Cause that's what, that was the fun of it. And we didn't really want too much dancing. Robbie's not much of a dancer. I, you know, I can try to dance, but so, that was fine that that was the focus for us, but you know, and and we only had thirty guests, so it just kind of worked that way. But I think if somebody had like two hundred guests, it would probably be different. Interesting. Yeah. So, and then for the ceremony, I'm kind of backtracking, but for the ceremony, we asked for like a flamenca, like Spanish guitar, something that kind of sounded a little Godfather-ish. That was ah. <laughs> something that was very you know Spanish that sounded very romantic and kind of pirates-like. And I asked them to kind of play some Disney Pirates music and that sort of thing. And they did. And it was awesome. So That's great. So really definitely very customized to your personal taste. That's cool. Right. And I worried in the beginning. I thought, you know, is it just going to be a violinist? Is it going to be how custom can I do this? And once I started to explain to them what my idea was, it just kind of like took off from there. And like even when I was talking to uh, Laura at Disney, the Disney florist, I think she was the one that gave me a lot of my ideas for how to bring in all the theme and all the, you know, the acting and the pirates ideas. She really helped me to kind of, she was like, oh, we've got to, you know, we've got to do this and you've got to do that and you've got to do crushed velvet and you've got to. So I think that if you explain to them really what your theme is, if you have a theme or if you have like what personalities you're trying to bring out or what you're really trying to do. And I think that they can really come through with it if you just let them kind of do their thing. And that's why we chose Disney because I'm all about choosing vendors that you love and letting them work their magic. That's and, cool. Yeah. Did you then find that there were other areas of the wedding that you cut back on or you didn't focus as much on so that you could afford the more elaborate entertainment aspects? Uh, yes, there was. And my cake vendor friends locally are probably going to hate me for this, but Robbie and I don't eat cake. And we were having a dessert party, so we already had tons of desserts. So when cutting out things, we were looking at a minimum of, you know, about $500 for a cake, which I understand that's how much cakes cost, but 
when we didn't care about it and it was just going to be for looks, I was like, you know, just forget it because I see cakes all the time. I see these gorgeous cakes all the time. So I'm kind of like over it. Like I, I'm, I'm good with not having one, you know, whereas brides, they don't get to see them that often. So I think that for them, it's kind of, you know, it's more important, but. Well, it's, if it's a place you can cut out, that's great. Right. So, so that was one aspect that we cut out. Um, Ceremony floral, which that's terrible to say because I'm a wedding florist, but, you know, I wasn't going to have them do my ceremony floral and then mix it with mine. I thought that would kind of be awkward for pictures. And then what else? I'm trying to think of what else we didn't do. Do you have any ideas of what else? Did you decorate at the dessert party at all? Because I know that's one way a lot of us save money. Yeah, we thought about it and I was going to do like lanterns or something. And then we just said, nah, never mind. Forget it. It's kind of pointless because everybody's going to go there, get their food and just watch the fireworks. And that's exactly how it went down. So, I mean, of course, I love lots of decorations and it would have been nice if it was in the budget. But, you know, it just wasn't something that we ended up feeling like, oh, man, we should have done that. So, right. And then you said you had a friend do photography. Maybe you saved some money there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it still costs money, but <laughs> but yeah, it was, you know, I, I think that when you choose your vendors, instead of going with the cheapest vendor, I think that's my other piece of advice, going with the vendors that you love and maybe going with their lower package or maybe going with, like, I had to have Starfruit. I had to have her. And so I just kind of was like, okay, well, I can't have her for my reception, but to me, there's no other option. I have to have Sage. So I had her do just the ceremony and, you know, that was it, which kind of is a bummer because I wish we could have had her for reception but and caught all that awesome pirate stuff, but they don't allow outside vendors for reception. So Inside the park, right. Yeah, but I, I mean, I don't regret that, that I'm so happy that we had her for our ceremony because I wouldn't have had it any other way. That's great. So we just kind of have to rely on iPhone videos for the reception. <laughs> but that's how we worked it to get the vendors that we wanted. And I know a lot of Disney brides just go mainly with Disney for everything. But if you go with any sort of outside vendors, you've got to go with who you love and who you trust was is going to take care of you, who treats you right. And just kind of figure out how to make it work within your budget and just work with them and that's another tip. I don't know if that helps, but... <laughs> yeah, no, definitely, because a lot of times the prices they have on their websites are for certain set packages, and if you make a smaller package or you swap elements, most vendors are willing to be flexible, so... Right, yeah, and I totally, like, you know, I'm not the cheapest florist in the area, but I have some brides that are like, I have to have you, and even if that means I have to have less flowers because, you know, Bob's florist down the street is cheaper, then they just kind of go with, me because they trust me, they love my work, they, you know, they have to have it. And so we, they just asked me, okay, well, what can we do to save some money? And so I just go through everything with them and say, okay, we can cut back here. And, but yeah, just asking them what they can do to make it work within your budget. If they even seem out of budget at first. Now, was there any aspect of the wedding that seemed like a big deal beforehand or you were worried about, but it turned out not to be? Um, Oh, there was something like the day before at the rehearsal dinner. And I think that's that's part of the, the question that I don't even remember what it was. But there was just little stupid stuff. I was so stressed out. I even cried the, the day of the rehearsal dinner because I was so stressed out of these little teensy little things that I, wa I needed to get done, like a program or something stupid that like nobody even cared about that like I thought was a big deal at the time. And like, 
the next day it was just like poof like who cares like and I think that we we get so caught up in all these little teeny tiny details when we just need to just kind of let go and let the let the vendors do their thing and just enjoy it because that's what you spend all the money for is to enjoy it so you just kind of have to I think at some point just say is this really going to matter you know on the day of my wedding or the day after so did anything actually go wrong or not turn out like you expected or did it all work out um, everything for the most part was perfect, spot on, because I, there again, I trusted all my vendors to, to do their thing. Um, I, tr- I trusted Disney to do entertainment properly and they, I mean, they over delivered. It was, it was amazing. Um, but the one thing that I could complain about, and this isn't even really a complaint, this is just, if I'm going to nitpick, the only thing would be the cake. The little teeny tiny one tier cake that I got because we weren't going to spend, you know, $500 or more. I just got a one tier that we were just going to cut. And I thought there's no way they can mess this up. Like there's absolutely no way. And it was, I asked for textured buttercream, just something that looked like you just kind of put the, you know, the, the icing on and that was it. But it looked like it was melting. It, but I don't know. It it wasn't hot outside, but I don't know if maybe it was in transport or maybe it was because, I mean, I thought the Grand Floridian was making it, but maybe it was just kind of like another kitchen that just kind of made it because it was like no big deal. And it was just a little cheapy cake. And and maybe that was why it was because it wasn't too specific. I I don't know. But that's interesting. I, I would be interested to see in your BEO because that would tell us whether the Grand Floridian made it or if they just had Epcot make it. Was the frosting buttercream or whipped cream? It, it was buttercream, but it looked like, you know, like the spackle from like the 70s. <laughs> it looked like somebody spackled it. So it looked pointy and then it looked like it was melting. Interesting. But I mean, but I, we so didn't care. It was just for cutting. And there again, I'm I'm so like... I see all these fabulous cakes all the time at the weddings I do locally. So it's, I get to see that stuff all the time. So I didn't really care. And we weren't worried about it anyway. It wasn't one of our focal things. If Now, if entertainment got screwed up, I would have been mad. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it was just a teeny tiny cake. So it was just kind of laughable. It was like, oh, okay. So the one thing we didn't care about, that was the one thing that went wrong. And that's fine. So <laughs> That's good. Yeah. So who cares? But I mean, everything was perfect. I mean, Disney delivered. They did everything I asked for. I mean, it was perfect. And from Jamie running around getting me Band-Aids for my feet, I mean, it was everything was taken care of. It was amazing. That's cool. So then you had this amazing day. You had everything was perfect. You had amazing entertainment, fabulous flowers. What is your one single favorite wedding memory? Um, so I can't have a couple different ones? <laughs> nope. I do not allow it. <laughs> Oh, man. Okay, is this like besides the, you know, the fiancé seeing me, husband seeing me? Well, that could be your thing. And I don't ever want to encourage people to give up on – that's the whole reason for the wedding. So if that's your one favorite memory, no, go for that's boring. boring. That's boring. <laughs> Everybody expects to hear that as an answer. Um, okay, I think the single most favorite besides walking down the aisle and that sort of thing was – when we got to boardwalk, it was me, my dad, and my three sisters. And my dad's the biggest softy ever, but he like never shows it. Hmm. He, you know, he's like, he's this manly man. He works on cars and he does construction. And so he's just this tough guy. And 
So we were sitting in the lobby and like my mom had already walked out to the ceremony and we were all just sitting there and we were kind of having a moment just being quiet, like relaxing before we walked outside. We were all getting a drink of water. And I looked over at my dad and he was crying. <laughs> it was so sweet because I'm, I'm like the last daughter to get married. So for that moment, I looked at him and I was just like, oh my gosh, this is so sweet. So I think that was my, I think that was one, uh, that was one of my favorite things. I mean, I've, I've got some runner ups, so. <laughs> oh, but that's adorable. Yeah, that was probably my favorite because I just love my daddy, so. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story today. Is there any place online where listeners can go to read about or see photos of your day? Um, I've got wedding. I've got photos of the wedding, uh, the ceremony on the Anthomanic Facebook page. Um, it's spelled A-N-T-H-O-M-A-N-I-C, like Anthomanic, like crazy about flowers. Ah. Um, and then there's also my personal Facebook has my reception photos because – I wouldn't want to go posting those under our my business page because it's just not right. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. They can always go look at my personal page because I have those set to public. So, oh, great. Okay, cool. Well, I'll put links in the blog post. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to share your story on the show today. I think you offered a lot of wonderful tips for saving money and getting a lot of bang for your buck with the floral and also just hearing about your wedding and the entertainment. Really great stuff for people planning Disney weddings. So, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for having me. This was fun. That's our show for today. If you enjoyed it, be sure to rate the Disney Wedding Podcast on iTunes so that others will find it. You can also send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show's website. And for instant answers to all your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings questions, Check out Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at passporter.com/weddings.asp or in print at passporter.com and amazon.com. <laughs>